Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. I'm a genius. No, sexual geniuses. I gaggle, I swarm, a flock of freaking frogs. RadioWhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is another edition of my podcast, What Makes You Famous? Why did I say it like that? I don't know. What makes you famous? What makes you famous is an extension of my online radio station at RadioWhat.com. And if you're not doing anything and you're surfing online and you want to listen to some music, I encourage you, head over to RadioWhat.com. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. And for all your DJ services, all your DJ needs, DJLittleRock.com. There, the shameless plugs, they are over. Now, party people, usually I have guests on the show, and today is not one of those shows. My favorite What Makes You Famouses are the ones where... You tell your story. Yes, you. Just a normal, average, everyday people. Everyone's got a story. Even you. Yeah. Oh, my life is boring. No, it's not boring. You came from somewhere. Every single one of the episodes that I've done so far where I've just had people come on and they've told their story. You know, this not necessarily their life story, just uh, maybe some of their life story but some of them no nay all of them very surprising all the knowledge that people have you have knowledge you have stuff to impart you could teach me something because my head more and more over the years it's empty and it needs to be filled there's plenty of space in there where i can learn more now on today's program I've been told for most of my adult life that I speak in movie quotes. Yes, I cannot remember the Pythagorean theorem, but I certainly can marry, uh, can remember Arnold saying, I'll be back. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> but today's show is the top 100 movie quotes. I'm going to say them. See if I even saw the movie, kind of give you a feel of what they mean to me. And I encourage you in the comments, give me a, a little comment back. Tell me what your favorite movie quotes are. What are the ones that affected you the most? What are the ones that you say quite often? Shall we shag now or shall we shag later? You know, and you always have to say them with the... <laughs> With the accent, because you know it's creepier when you say it with the accent. So if you could do an accent, and a lot of these movie quotes, the top 100 movie quotes, and these are as compiled by, let me go down to the bottom here and find out where they were compiled. One Top 100 movie quotes, and the source is the American Film Institute, uh, 2005, IMDb, and the Hollywood Reporter. So thanks to those sources for giving me uh, a compiled list of the 100 top movie quotes. So without further ado, let's get into the top movie quotes. It's what makes you famous. I don't even know what to call this installment. It's kind of a what makes you think 
I know there's a what makes you smarter. So somewhere it falls somewhere between what makes you smarter and what makes you think. Anyways, it's interesting to me, and I hope that you find it interesting to you. Let's get into it. What makes you famous? 100 top movie quotes. Movie quote number 100 comes from the 1997 film Titanic. I'm the king of the world. And I'm not even going to go to the IMDb and and find out where that came from. And I remember that's when Leo, I can't even remember his character's name, and Rose were on the front of the Titanic. And Leo puts his arms out in a T formation, hands up in the air, and says, I'm the king of the world. So that came in at number 100 on the top movie quotes. I liked it. All right. Number 99 on the top movie quotes of all time. Well, at least I know it's all subjective, but at least on this list. Number 99. I'll get you, my pretty and your little dog, too. (laughs) Of course, that comes from The Wizard of Oz, 1939. The Wicked Witch. I don't think she was the Wicked Witch at the time. Oh, yeah, she was. That's right. It wasn't It wasn't the old lady. It was the Wicked Witch that was saying that. So, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 1939. That's a film that I can almost recite by heart. The Wizard of Oz. All right. Moving along. Movie quotes. They're making me feel something. I hope they make you feel something, too. Let's see. Oh, number 98 comes from the 1987 motion picture. The classic. How come all the movies that happened when I was in high school are now classics? Am I getting old? I might be getting a little old. 1987, Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Who said that? Well, Patrick Swayze's character. I I wish I could remember the name of the character. I'm not even going to research any further other than the top 100 list because I want to see how they made me feel feel and how many of these films i actually saw so yes i remember patrick swayze going over to baby and she was sitting over in the corner there with her family and he says nobody puts baby in the corner and then grabs her up and takes her to dance and they dance the final scene of dirty dancing 1987 yeah i'm feeling something i'm already feeling something (laughs) my life in movie quotes yeah, I've heard that before. All right. The next. <laughs> now, I did not even know that this one came from this movie, but I say it often. I don't even know if I've ever seen this movie, so I must have heard it somewhere. Number 97 is from the 1942 film Yankee Doodle Dandy. My mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. <laughs> I know I've said that before. I know I have, and I'm not even sure if I've seen the 1942 Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> I know that there, I've heard some of the songs from there. Sure. I know, I'm pretty sure it's a musical. So there you go. <laughs> Moving along. Movie quotes. The top 100. 
on this list. Let's see. Number 96. Oh, it's from 1987's Moonstruck. I remember that film with Cher. And it's snap out of it. Now, I don't remember the context of what this was spoken in. But I remember it was Cher that spoke it. Am I misremembering? Possibly. Give me some comments. Let me know. Am I doing this wrong? Eh, maybe. <laughs> I'm having a good time with it, though. All right. Coming in. Oh, oh, coming in at number 95. It's from the 1989 Dead Poet Society. Now, why can't I remember the name of this film? All I remember is the Oh, Captain, My Captain. So I'm always, whenever I'm attributing this quote, I, I always <laughs> tell, say, oh, that came from that Robin Williams film where they stood up on the desks and said, Oh, Captain, my captain. No, it's from the 1989 Dead Poet Society. And it's not even the Oh, Captain, my captain quote on this part of the list. Number 95, it's Carpe Diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Yeah, I remember Robin Williams saying that to the kids and really inspiring them. That was a great film. That was a great film. Big ups to Robin Williams. Man, you left too soon. Here's a fun fact that was listed under there. The inspiration for Robin Williams' character, John Keating, is Samuel Pickering, who most recently worked as an English professor at the University of Connecticut. There you go. little fun fact. Number 94 on the list of top movie quotes comes from 1986's classic aerial film, Top Gun. I feel the need, the need for speed. Yes, this is Maverick and Goose high-fiving each other on their way to their airplanes and getting ready to save the world, or at least do some training. I feel the need for speed. No, no. Let's quote this properly. Number 94. I feel the need, the need for speed. High five. <laughs> Top Gun, 1986. All right. Heading down the movie list. Man, Top Gun was awesome. Top Gun was a great film. Man. Mm. Uh, take me to bed or lose me forever. Show me the way home. <laughs> oh, man. That one had some movie quotes in it. All right. Number 93 on the list of top 100 movie quotes on this list is. All right. I don't think I've ever seen this film. It's 1958's Auntie Mame. And the quote is, Life's, life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. <laughs> oh, man. I have no idea who who was the one that said it. I suspect it might have been Auntie Mame. Possibly. Possibly. Keep moving down the list. All right. We're heading closer to number one. Do I sound like I'm... <laughs> that was the worst Casey Kasem <laughs> impression ever made. <laughs> the, as the numbers get smaller, the hits get bigger. Yeah, the top 100 movie quotes as compiled on this list. This one, <laughs> this is a great film. I know I've seen this one many, 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 many times. A lot of great comedians that really weren't even movie actors in this film. Like uh, oh, Rodney Dangerfield. I don't think he ever acted in a film really before this. And then you had some Saturday Night Live alums. You had Chevy Chase and 
Bill Murray, of course, and, and his brother, uh, Brian Doyle Murray, had a part as well. Now, originally, all right, of course, I'm talking about 1980s Caddyshack. Originally, this movie, this is me just remembering, no research, just coming out of my head, off the top of the old noggin, right off the skull, right in the gray matter, where all this stuff should be set aside so I can know math a little bit better, science a little bit better. No, I filled my head with movie quotes and music references. Why? I don't know. I, I found it more enjoyable. <laughs> I remember Caddyshack, I remember uh, once being told that there was, it was supposed to be the movie about the caddies themselves, but because of so, the great comedians that were in the movie, it ended up being about the adults. Hey, it makes sense. I mean, you got Ted Knight in there. Ted Knight, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see why the caddies in the movie got mm, shoved aside. And then this uh, quote comes from Bill Murray. He is he's got a set of he's got a golf club and he is practicing putting uh, or driving on some flowers. And it says a Cinderella story. I don't know where a former greenskeeper now about to become the master's champion. <laughs> Looks like a miracle. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bill Murray. He was just oh <laughs> incredible in that movie. Oh, I'm going to have to go watch Caddyshack again. All right. This one, number 91 on the list. Uh, it comes from the 1945 film, The Naughty 90s. I don't believe I've ever seen it. And the quote is, who's on first? Nah, maybe I will take a gander. Because, you know, I like pop culture. I like it. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a movie quote right there. <laughs> I don't even know if it comes up on this list, but that comes from Dr. Detroit. I like it. <laughs> There's a little bonus movie quote for you. My life in movie quotes. The next movie quote, number 90, is oh, from a James Bond film, 1964's Goldfinger. You know, Sean Connery, that is the Bond. Now, from what I understand, Roger Moore was approached to be John, uh, James Bond first, but he, due to scheduling or contracts, or so for some reason, he couldn't do it. So Sean Connery got tapped to be James Bond, and he became... The James Bond, you know, where he's the debonair, suave James Bond, whereas Roger Moore's James Bond is a little more comical. So, yeah, Roger, uh, Sean Connery, he says, uh, number 90's quote is, a martini, shaken, not stirred. Yeah, I'm sure every James Bond since then pretty much has said that in their own respective James Bond movies. And there's a little fun fact on this one as well. Number 90's quote from Goldfinger. Fun fact, the, this iconic scene has been parodied over and over and over again. In Casino Royale, 42 years later, Daniel Craig's James Bond will be asked, shaken or stirred? And Bond responds, do I look like I give a... Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel Craig's James Bond, a little more... A little more uh, was it backhanded? <laughs> the little little uh, parody and homage, if you will, 
to the original James Bond, a martini shaken, not stirred. Number 89 on the list of movie quotes, stuff that gets into my head and just comes out the pie hole (laughs) from time to time. Just sometimes not even for any particular reason. Why? Why am I speaking in movie quotes? I don't know. I don't know. All right. This one comes from number number 89 comes from the 1980. No, 1940 film. Newt Rockney, All-American. I don't believe I've seen that one. But, okay. I'm, man, just looking at this, just looking at this quote lets me know, I think it's the Ronald Reagan film from 1940. Uh, Tell them to go out there with all they got and win just one for the Gipper. For some reason, I'm remembering, and hopefully I'm not misremembering, that Ronald Reagan was the Gipper. (laughs) All right. Maybe I'm wrong. If I am, let me know. Okay. Movie quotes. Moving on. Number 88. Uh, Number 88 comes from the 1981 film On Golden Pond. Now, I remember this is uh, Henry Fonda's film, if I'm not mistaken. Like I said, I'm just reading the movie quotes themselves. Everything else is stuff that's stuck in my gray matter. Why? I don't know why. I need to know more about space and and why, let's see, uh, maybe climate change and find out more about politics. Maybe that should be stuck in my head. Nope. Stuck inside my head. Movie quotes. Nothing but movie quotes. Oh, yeah. And music. Of course. Music, music, music. On Golden Pond, 1981. I'm pretty sure I've seen... At least a little bit of this. It must have been on, you know, one of those AMCs or Turner at one, at some point. It's uh, the the quote is, "Listen to me, Mister. You're my knight in shining armor. Don't you forget it. You're going to get back on that horse, and I'm going to be right behind you, holding on tight. And away we're gonna go, go, go. I have no idea who said it because I'm not as familiar with that film as." I could be, as some of the other films that are on this list, but I am having a good time just remembering or just taking a look at the list. And yeah, let's see. Let's see. Oh, number 87. It comes from the 1933 film. See, these, this one's a bit before my time. 42nd Street. Now, I've heard lots of reference to the movie 42nd Street. I am guessing it's a musical. It has to be. It must be. So I think all the films from that time, I mean, besides Frankenstein and Dracula and uh, King Kong from 1933, but there were a lot of musicals. So I'm going to guess that 42nd Street is indeed a musical. Let me know in the comments. Am I wrong? I could be. Probably. The quote from 42nd Street, 1933 is, Sawyer, you're going out a youngster, but you've got to come back a star. <laughs> I can just imagine that that's the way, similarly, how that line was delivered. (laughs) It's probably maybe a director giving some last-minute notes to a performer. Yeah, that has to be a musical. Has to be. All right, next one. Been quoted on many, many films. Parodied, uh, paid homage, many different films. And I'm thinking, yeah, this has to be the Al Pacino movie. From 1975, Dog Day Afternoon. 
It's Attica, Attica. Now, I remember, and I don't know if I'm remembering from this movie because I'm not even sure if I've seen Dog Day Afternoon, but I remember seeing almost every time, at least in the comedies, when somebody gets thrown in jail, they'll run their coffee cup, their tin coffee cup along the bars and say, Attica, Attica. So I'm guessing from Dog Day Afternoon, that has to be a very similar scene. All right, moving on. Oh, this number 85 on the movie quotes countdown, the movie quotes list. I'm not even sure if it's a countdown because it's real subjective, like I said. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, Two Towers from 2002. Now, I know I've seen this movie before, probably only once because these movies feel like they're like five hours long each one. So I've probably only seen it once. Does that make me, do I have to give back some geek points? Do, do I have to turn in my geek card because I haven't seen Lord of the Rings over and over and over again? All right. I know who spoke this. I know it was Schmeagel. He said, my precious. And he was talking, of course, about the ring. Yeah, he wanted the ring. So, I, and, and I guess you can call him Gollum as well. So there you go. I know Lord of the Rings. I know the character that said my precious. It's Gollum or Schmeagel. There you go. <laughs> Number 84 on the list of movie quotes that get stuck in your head and you say them over and over and over again. Oh, I just mentioned this. <laughs> uh, it comes from the 1933 version of King Kong. And the quote is, oh, no, it wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty that killed the beast. Yeah. Now that one I've heard over and over again. That film, yeah, I've seen it. That's the stop motion film. Let's see. There's a little, oh, there's a little tidbit there, a little fast fact underneath this one. The King Kong roar was a combination of a lion and tiger's roar combined and played backward very slowly. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Although, after listening to a lot of documentaries featuring Jane Goodall, the gorillas don't sound like that. But I don't think she ever came uh, in contact with a 30, 40, 50, feet, 50 foot gorilla. So maybe they do. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Movie quotes. Movie quotes. What do they make you think? Yeah, they're making me think. Oh, okay. See, I misquoted earlier that Dracula's original movie was from 1931. I mean, 1933. But this Dracula is from 1931. The 83rd movie quote is, listen to them, children of the nights, what music they make. Now, I think in Van Helsing, more recently, the same, the Dracula said the same, a, a very similar quote. So, yeah, listen to them children of the night what music they make that's from dracula 1931 man classic film classic all right uh, number 82 now this is a film that has many 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 memorable scenes movie quotes uh, yeah yeah this is definitely in the pop culture uh <laughs> in the pop culture zeitgeist if you will it's from 1978's National Lampoon's Animal House. Toga! Toga! 
I remember Bluto Blutowski played by John Belushi, the late, great John Belushi. Oh, yeah. They were trying to figure out what kind of a party to have. Toga! Toga! Of course. But from what I understand, in the 60s, toga parties really weren't such a big thing. But definitely in the 1978 National Lampoon, which was set back in the 60s, they decided to make it a thing. Moving on. Movie quotes. Coming in at number 81 on the movie quote top 100 list as compiled by this list. (laughs) It comes from uh, 1968's Funny Girl. Now, I don't think I've ever seen this film, but I know it was Barbara Streisand. Well, this is, like I said, coming off the noggin. I'm not doing any research here. The only research I did was the top movie quotes, and I kind of wanted to have an idea and think, hmm, what do they make me feel? So, Funny Girl, 1968. I'm thinking it's Barbara Streisand. And the quote is, hello, gorgeous. I say that all the time. I say it all the time. Well, yeah. Mostly to my honey. You know, my honey. She's my gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. Yeah. She's probably listening. She can hear outside the door. (laughs) And, oh, the next movie quote. Yeah. This one definitely, definitely affected me for the rest of my life from when I saw it in 1976 as a wee lad, probably only seven years old. Rocky, 1976. Yo, Adrian! (laughs) Spoken by Sylvester Sly Stallone. Yeah, classic film. Now, over the years, I've heard many, many stories on what that was based on. And I, I think the story that I'm going to go with is it was based on Chuck Wepner. And Chuck Wepner was a, an underdog, uh, a nobody in the boxing field, I mean, in comparison. And he got plucked to be a heavyweight champion. So I think the story came from Chuck Wepner. So there you go. Rocky, 1976. Yo, Adrian. Yeah. Coming in at number 79. Number 79. Oh, man, I should have had. Oh, I should have had like little jingles for every one of them. (laughs) I need some more production value on this podcast. Okay. Number 79. Oh, another film. Another film. And this, I quote it at least weekly in some variants of this, (laughs) of this quote. 1980s airplane. Okay, the character Stryker. Surely you can't be serious. And then the character Rumac. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> now that one just made me laugh. That one just made me laugh. I, and every time I quote that one, I say, man, I've been trying to use that one since 1980. <laughs> and and I'll, every single time. Uh, I, why? Why? Because it's a dad joke. And it's a pretty bad joke. Yeah. (laughs) So, surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Airplane, 1980. That was number 79. Coming in at number 78. Comes from, oh, another film that affected my brain when I first saw it. And I know I didn't see it in 1968 because I wasn't born yet. But I've seen it over the years. 
And this one's from 2001, A Space Odyssey, 1968. And the quote is, and I know there's many, many quotes, open the pod bay doors, Hal. And I don't know if I would have chosen that quote. Maybe up the list, there'll be some more quotes from that movie. But I would have probably put the response from Hal. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Ooh, Hal gets conscious and decides to protect Dave and not let him get out. So, yeah, ouch. All right, coming in at number 77 on the 100 movie quotes. Now, for those of you that haven't seen Soylent Green from 1973, why haven't you seen Soylent Green from 1973? It's a Charlton Heston classic. You need to watch Soylent Green from 1973. All right, the reason I said that is because this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler from Soylent Green, 1973, I encourage you to fast forward about 10 seconds. Soylent Green is people. (laughs) That's when he, when Charlton Heston's character finds out that Soylent Green is indeed people. Yeah. Recycling. It's a good thing. They were thinking about it back in 1973. Ew. All right, party people. Moving on the list. Oh, love it. This is a, oh, from the 1991 classic. Now, when this movie came out, I always thought that the original movie was so great, so great. There was no way that they were going to be able to top it with the second movie with a sequel. But how wrong I was, how happily wrong I was. 1991's Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Awesome movie. And the quote from Arnold is, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, John Connor teaches him a few things about how to be more human. And one of the things he teaches them, when you want to shine somebody on, you say, hasta la vista, baby. So he did. That's number 76's movie quote. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, 1991. Dig it. All right, party people. Let's see. The next one. Now, I'm not sure if I've seen this movie or I've just seen parodies of this movie because I know this quote. I know it. I've heard it. I've used it. A Streetcar Named Desire, 1951. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Yeah. I'm not sure who said it. I'm not sure what part of the movie it was. That just leads me to believe that I've heard it in another movie that was paying homage to Streetcar Named Desire. And I remember, let's see, Stella, Marlon Brando, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know movies. I know them, whether I've seen them or not. That was number 75. Number 74. Oh, Chinatown, 1974. Now, this one, oh, well, I know it's Jack Nicholson was in the movie. And I'm not even sure if I've seen the movie, but I'm pretty sure that Jack Nicholson played Jake. So the movie quote is, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't Jack Nicholson's character that was saying it. So, hmm, who said it in Chinatown, 1974, starring Jack Nicholson? All right. That's one that you could put in the comments. Hey, dummy, it was this. Hey, Keys Dan, it was this. I mean, if you don't want to call me a dummy, you know, 
It's good to be nice to people. It really is. It really, really is. I mean, it really, really is. All right. Number 73 on this list compiled of 100 movie quotes is from Little Caesar, 1930. I am pretty sure I never saw this film. And the quote is, Mother of Mercy, is this the end of Rico? Hmm. All right. Maybe I'll have to dig deep into the movie vault and check out Little Caesar from 1930. Oh, here's one. Number 72 on the movie quote list is from Mommy Dearest, 1981. Probably the only quote, only quote that I remember from this film. Whether I saw it, I know I've at least seen this scene where uh, Joan Crawford says, no wire hangers ever. Yeah, no wire hangers. Don't mess up your clothes, babies. So that's a little little tip, little tip from Mommy Dearest. You know, use the plastic hangers. It's better for your clothes. You don't have to, you know, mend them as, as much. And they'll last a lot longer. So don't use wire hangers. Unless, of course, you need to break into your car because you locked your keys in them. Which, I think in the new cars, you pretty much are, are safe on that. Yeah. 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 They can be opened with OnStar. <laughs> this portion of the show brought to you by OnStar. No, it wasn't. All right, party people. Number 71. Oh, this one comes from the 1927 version of the jazz singer. I think it's Al Jolson that's in it. Yeah, Al Jolson in blackface. Yeah, maybe not politically correct right now, but don't be a whiner, baby. It's fine. It was 1927. They didn't know any better. That doesn't mean you can't see the film still. All right. Let <laughs> me get off my soapbox and see Wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Yeah, jazz singer, definitely a musical. I'm pretty sure he was about to play a rip-roaring song and get that place jumping. Yeah. This one, oh, number 70s movie quote is from Marathon Man, 1976. Now, like I said, this is right off the noggin. Dustin Hoffman, I believe, was in it. And, oh... <laughs> The quote is, is it safe? I'm pretty sure it was when the dentist, who was really a torturist, he was a dentist, but he was torturing Dustin Hoffman's character, and he was going at him with some pliers, and he said, <laughs> he asked, is it safe? <laughs> As in, this is going to hurt when I pull your teeth out, Dustin Hoffman's character. Yeah. Number 69, 69, dude. Number 69's movie quote on the 100 movie quotes on this list is from 1982's Poltergeist. Can you guess what it is? Can you guess? I'm not even going to say it. All right, I'll say it. They're here. Yeah, that's on the little girl. Little Carol Ann is looking at the TV, and there's nothing but snow on the TV. Do they even get snow on the TV anymore with cable? or streaming services i don't think i've seen snow on a tv and anyone any young folks that are listening to this do you even know what snow on the tv is static well anyway carol ann's little character the little girl she's looking at the tv and they're static and she could feel it they're here Ooh, poltergeist 1982 there's one that affected me that affected me no 
Oh, speaking of horror films, this film. All right. Why do I keep watching it? If it scares the bejeebies out of it, out of me. Why? Why do I keep watching it? Because there's a little boy in the film named Danny and the little girls that are down the hallway are saying, come play with us, Danny. Come play with us forever and ever and ever and ever. Now, that's not the movie quote, but that's what I remember from this film because, yeah, my name's Dan. My name's Danny. So I remember the little character, little boy Danny, just getting getting beat up by ghosts and his dad. So the Shining's 1980 quote, number 68, is here's Johnny, which, of course, was spoken by Jack Nicholson after he breaks in the bathroom door. The uh, oh, my goodness. Who was it? Girl that played olive oil. See, I told you I wasn't. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh, S- Sissy Spacek? No, not Sissy Spacek. Anyway, uh, he he breaks into the bathroom door with an axe and looks through the little the hole that he has just made and says, "Here's Johnny." And of course, he's playing off of the late night show uh, talk show host uh, <laughs> Johnny Carson. Oh, there's a little fun fact underneath this one it says. This line was completely improvised. Jack Nicholson was only prompted to break down the door, but he decided to improvise this line and made the final cut of the movie. Yeah, I'm glad it made the final cut of the movie because the face that he made, horrifying, horrifying. He's coming to get you. Ooh. All right, number 67 on the list of movie quotes. Oh, it's from Casablanca, 1942. Now, I'm sure I've seen this at least once. Uh, Humphrey Bogart. And he says, oh, yeah, the quote is, of all the gin joints in all the world. No, wait. Here's the quote. Back it up. Rewind. Here it is. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. Yeah. Casablanca, 1942. Classic films. All right. Number 66. Mm, oh, here's one. Here's one. Now, we mentioned Charlton Heston in another film earlier in the list with Soylent Green. Yeah. <laughs> and here he comes again with another movie quotes classic from the Planet of the Apes, 1968. Now, I didn't see this film, of course, when it came out in the movies because, once again, I was not born yet, but I did see this on television. Quite a few times. And Charlton Heston says, get your stinking paws off of me, you damn dirty ape. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine waking up and apes have taken over the world? Hmm. Yeah. I can imagine worse things that could happen. Could I? My brain's weird right now. Number 65 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from 1929, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. And the movie quote is elementary, my dear Watson. And I'm pretty sure that he said it in many, in, in many instances. Okay. Oh, there's a fun fact under here. Sherlock Holmes never says this iconic quote in any of the books the character is based off of 
All right. So that's purely in the movies only, not in the books. So for you that say, oh, the book was better. Well, maybe it was. It probably was. But who's got time to read a book? Hopefully, a lot of you have time to read a book. I mean, I remember Rodney Dangerfield in a movie. Uh, oh, I think it was Back to School. He says, oh, no, I, who's got time for books? Uh, you know, in and out, two hours, and you learn all the basics. So there you go. <laughs> Number 64 on the 100 movie quote list is from, oh, Dr. Strangelove, 1964. Now, this one I've seen. I've seen many, many times. And I like this quote. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I that war room set that they had in that movie, I think it's been copied over and over and over again. And people in the Pentagon or, I guess, government officials or anyone who's actually seen a war room, if there is indeed a war room, claim that it looks nothing like what it did in the movie or any movie. Uh, since then, I think they did the same kind of war room in war games with Matthew Broderick in the 80s. So, yeah, I guess it's been copied over and over and over again. Number 63's movie quote on the 100 list, the 100 movie quote list is from The Graduate, 1967. Oh, another Dustin Hoffman film. Pretty sure I've seen this one. And this is <laughs> the movie quote is Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? And this is when uh, the slightly older lady is has her. He's classically looking. The camera is looking through her bent leg at Dustin Hoffman when he delivers that line. So, yeah. And you can see her very bare leg and very dis she's very seductive in this movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Coming in at number 62 is this is a movie I probably haven't seen. It's 1949's Beyond the Forest. And the quote is, what a dump. Hey, if anyone has seen 1949's Beyond the Forest, leave some comments. Let me know. Because I'm not researching anymore. <laughs> like I said, I'm just looking at the list. And kind of going through and finding out what movies I saw, how they made me feel, if I remember in any other quotes, if they make me think of something else. Yeah, it's kind of an exercise in my head. And if you're still listening, I'm glad you're here with me. Thank you. Number 61. <laughs> Number 61 affected me because, you know, I'm from Miami. I'm a Cuban-American, uh, half Cuban, half Irish. So when this movie came out in 1983, it spoke to a lot of the Miamians, particularly the ones of Cuban descent. It's Al Pacino's Scarface from 1983. Now, this film, why, okay, why have all the rappers taken Scarface as their own? I've seen a lot of rap videos, a lot of rappers in their homes, they'll have the poster of Scarface. Oh, let's go to the quote. What is the quote? Say hello to my little friend. Of course, Al Pacino's character, Scarface, is just blasting the place with a, a shotgun, I, I believe, of some kind. And just, yeah. Say hello to my little friend. 
Yeah. So, yeah, rappers love Scarface. Who knew? They identify. Okay. I like it. Great film. Definitely a great film. And it, it, I know it uh, starts off with the Marielle Boatlift of 1980. Um, I remember my grandfather, uh, and my late grandfather, he went to Maria, to Cuba to go pick up his mother. And he came back empty handed. He went down in a boat, in a, not a big boat either. It was maybe a 30 foot boat without boards, or maybe it was in boards. But him and a, another guy, they went down to pick up his mother. And yeah, they came, came back empty handed. So the Mario boat lift, that's where Scarface came over. And from what I understand, is um, Fidel Castro was, he, he used the Mario boat lift. And this is purely off of my head. He used the Mario boat lift to send a lot of criminals over to Miami. And Miami, but previous to that, was very sleepy. It wasn't the, the booming town that it is right now. It was, you know, where old folks went and retired, pretty much, is what Miami was always thought of as. And in 1980, when this all happened, and it might be just coincidence, the drugs definitely came into Miami and, and built the town up. So a lot of Miami did come in and get built up be, with drug money. So, yeah, say hello to my little friend, Scarface, 1983. That was number 61. That brought back a lot of lot of memories, a lot of ideas in my head. That's what movies do to me. That's and Maybe they do it to you, too. I'm sure if they do it to me, they do it to somebody else. So, yeah, movies. This one, can, this next one, number 60 on the 100. <coughs> excuse me movie quote list hey thanks for uh going through that cough with me uh, it was a bit of a struggle y- y- we made it through we made it through I'm not editing anything number 60 on the movie list is from 1933's sons of the desert i'm pretty sure i've never seen this film and oh <laughs> it's it's a quote that i've definitely seen uh, heard before whether it was in this film or or any other film it's well, here's another nice mess you've gotten me into. Huh. Is it Laurel and Hardy? Why Why do I think it was Laurel and Hardy that said that? Here's another fine mess that you've gotten me into. Hmm. Oh, no. The quote is exactly, well, here's another nice mess you've gotten me into. Sons of the Desert, 1933. That's number 60. Number 59 comes from... What some people call a perfect film, a perfect film, the most perfect, one of the most perfect films of all time. It's 1939's Gone with the Wind. Perfect beginning, perfect middle, perfect ending. Yeah. And this, okay, this quote, I'm pretty sure I've seen the movie, but at least I've seen this scene with Scarlett O'Hara looking out and saying, as God is my witness, I'll never be hungry again. Gone with the Wind, 1939. I, th- I think I'd have to take take another look at that film because, yes, I, over the years I've heard it's one of the most perfect films ever made. So, yeah, classics are classics for a reason. Oh, another classic. Now, this is another another sequel, and a lot of people, myself included, think sequel cannot be as good as the original. 
But if the original was that good, chances are they're going to make a sequel. So kind of a catch 22 on that one. So you got to try to outdo yourself. Yeah, you had a great film, but now you got to make it even greater. But it's got to be different, but not so different that you can't remember why you liked it in the first place. And this one's from The Godfather Part 2, 1974. And this is definitely, definitely a great quote. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I kind of think that those might be words to live by. You know, I pretty much like everybody. Everybody I meet, I, I take everybody at, at face value. If they're nice to me, I'll be nice right back. I, yeah, I think it's good to be good to people. Come on, man. Stop fighting. What are you fighting for? So that's number 58 from The Godfather Part 2, 1974. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Number 57 on the 100 list of movie quotes. It comes from Wall Street, number, uh, 1987. Now this one, what do I, oh, what do I want to remember? Who, who was it? I know he, he just got married to, oh, not just got married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, my goodness. Douglas. Michael Douglas. Isn't it Michael Douglas? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Yeah. Wall Street, 1987. Now, I've heard that in comedies. Uh, that It's been said again. Yeah. Over and over. Did I say that right? Michael Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, all I have is this list of 100 quotes, and I've told myself I'm not going to look up anything. I'm going to see if they if they spark spark a little a little something in my head, and they have. Man, these these movie quotes have. I, it tells me that I've seen a lot of movies, and they've affected me over the years. Oh, number 56. Now this one's before my time, but I've seen it. I've seen it over and over, and. You know what? I even liked Vince Vaughn's remake, but it's Psycho from 1960. A boy's best friend is his mother. I'm pretty sure that was his mother saying it or him dressed up at Norman dressed up as his mother. A boy's best friend is his mother. No, man. Maybe that was just Norman. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, Psycho 1960. And then, oh, Annie Hall, 1977. Now, I'm pretty sure I have not seen this film. I know it was a Woody Allen film, Annie Hall, 1977. And the quote, la-di-da, la-di-da, hmm, or la-di-da, la-di-da. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. 1977, that's number 55 on the movie quote list, the 100. Yeah. I get, I've never seen Annie Hall, and I've heard it's a good film. I heard it's one to see. And here's another uh, Woody Allen. You know, he's had his his problems, but then again, haven't we all? We've all had problems. But the art, is, is it okay to still like the art if the artist has been found wanting? Possibly. I, I don't know. I was discussing that earlier, and I, I, I don't know. It, you know, Michael Jackson, he might have had his problems. Bill Cosby might have had his problems. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, hmm. might have had their problems, but the art, is it still good? Yeah, it's still good. I'll still listen. Shoot. 
All right. Number 54 on the list of movie quotes is, oh, from 1992's A League of Their Own about the baseball girls, the girls' baseball teams that uh, when the boys went off to war, they got real popular. So, oh, the quote is <laughs> delivered by, uh, oh, my goodness, how Tom Hanks. Duh. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> yeah, that, that one had Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, amongst others in the in the film. It's pretty good. Pretty good movie. I'll watch it. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Number 53 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from 1930s Animal Crackers. I'm thinking this is the Mark Bro- Marx Brothers. I don't know if I've ever seen this film. Uh, the quote is, one morning, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. I definitely know that was Groucho Marx that said that. I'm sure I've seen that. That At least that little scene, that little tidbit. <laughs> one morning, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. <laughs> Why did I just say that? I, just, I, heard, <laughs> I heard Groucho Marx in my head saying it as I was saying it. So, yeah, Animal Crackers, 1930. That's number 53 on the list. Oh, number 52. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie. 1996's Jerry Maguire. And I know there's another quote from it. Show me the money. Okay, but that's not the quote that comes in at number 52. The quote that comes in at number 52 is, you had me at hello. And that's, of course, Renee Zellweger talking to Tom Cruise's character. And he's rattling off this whole reasons why they should be together. And she says, stop it. You had me at hello. (laughs) Now, oh, I remember I saw Jack Black. His Oh, the movie Shallow Hal. And it wasn't Jack Black's character. It was Jason Alexander's character. And he was in the middle of a a club. And he kind of paraphrased or parodied this line and says, and puts his finger on this girl's mouth and says, you had me at get lost. <laughs> Shh. You had me at get lost. <laughs> you had me at hello. Oh, that's been made into a song, too. I think I just played played it Friday. Yeah, Friday night. Last night at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, I was doing kind of a country theme in the background for the people. And I think I played you had me at hello. And the people started dancing. And they had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number 51 on the 100 movie quote list comes from Dirty Harry, 1971. Now, I'm pretty sure that I did not see this when it first came out, even though I was born. I was two years old, but I don't think I've seen it. I saw it when it when it first came out, but definitely the five. I'm remembering five Dirty Harry films. Awesome. Excellent. Clint Eastwood, baby. Clint Eastwood at his very best. And uh, (laughs) Dirty Harry, 1971, classic line, number 51 is, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? And this, he had his uh, 44 Magnum drawn on this uh, uh, thug, I guess. And (laughs) he says, uh, uh, the the quote, that's a quote that was listed there. But I know he says, this is a 44 Magnum. 
the most powerful handgun in the whole world and you got it was it could blow your head clean off and did he fire five shots did he fire six shots or only five and then the quote you got to ask yourself a question do you feel lucky well do you punk and i remember the the thug says i got to know and dirty harry just points that 44 magnum straight at him and click no bullets he fired six shots well there you go Number 50. Ooh, we're halfway there. Living on a prayer. Oh, we're half. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't have the rights to those songs. <laughs> okay. It's from Apollo 13's 1995 Apollo 13. And what's the quote? Come on. Say it with me. On the count of three. One, two, three. Houston, we have a problem. That's a great movie. That's a movie for uh, Tom Hanks. He's on the list again. Uh, definitely came up with a great. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he was involved in the the writing of this film. But hey, it's a biopic. It's based on true events. Apollo 13 heading for the moon. You know, got there so close and had problems. So yeah, way to go, Apollo 13, bringing those those fine astronauts home. Next quote, number 49, is from Frankenstein, 1931's Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. See, okay, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman, did they all come out in 1931? And then it was King Kong that came out in 33? Yeah, probably. That's what's coming out of my head now. All right. And then Frankenstein's 1931 is, it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and a fun fact, the original line was, it's alive, it's alive, in the name of God, now I know what it's like to be God. And censors cut Dr. Frankenstein's full line because it was considered sacrilege. There you go. So even back in 30, 31, they were feeling a little, ooh, oh, that's not PC, baby. That's not PC. Don't say it. Don't say it. People take it seriously. Mm. Oh, okay. Number 47. Oh, no, no. That was number 49. Number 48 is from Some Like It Hot, 1959. And that's, uh, oh, I think I just saw that movie. I just saw it. It was on uh, Amazon. Yeah. Well, I cut the, we, we cut the, um, the cable and now we're, we have Amazon, uh, Netflix and Hulu. And that's how we're getting our entertainment in the house here. So, yeah, I, I think we just saw Some Like It Hot. And that was Marilyn Monroe. And, oh, my goodness, the two guys that dress up like girls so they can go down to Miami and be in the band. Mm, it's going to come to me as soon as the podcast is over. It is. It is. It's going to do it. And the the movie quote is, well, nobody's perfect. And I'm not sure who said the line. And I'm not sure if it's all that memorable because really, well, nobody's perfect. Hmm. Unless Marilyn Monroe is the one that said it. Possibly. Possibly. Number 47 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from Shane, 1953. I'm not sure if I've seen the whole movie, Shane. I may have. I may have. But I do remember this line. And it's Shane off on his horse, getting all slumped over. And the little boy says, 
Shane, Shane, come back. Yeah. Now, debate on whether Shane was alive or dead at the end of the movie still still raises questions, but I'm pretty sure he was dead because at the end of the film, at the very end, he's riding off into the sunset on his horse and he kind of slumps over and he had just been in a gunfight from what I understand. So I'm pretty sure he was shot and he's dead. So, oh, I'm sorry. I probably should have said spoilers for this movie from 1953. Shane, hope they didn't ruin it for you. I hope it didn't ruin it for you. <laughs> Number 46 on the top 100. I keep saying top. I keep wanting to say top 100. It's subjective. It's all subjective. It's number 46 on this list of 100 movie quotes. And it's from Now Voyager 1942. Pretty sure I've never seen it. Now Voyager 1942, number 46 on the list. Oh, Jerry, don't let's ask for the moon. We have the stars. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard it, seen it. Okay. Number 45 on the list of 100 movie quotes comes from, once again, the same a movie that's been on the list already. It's A Streetcar Named Desire, 1951. And this is definitely Marlon Brando's big scene when he says, Stella, hey, Stella. Yeah, that one's been parodied, paid homage many times, many movies, many different names. Yeah party people i'm having a good time i don't know about you let's do that uh you know mid mid podcast check 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 you having a good time scream at your at your headphones scream out at, in your office scream out at the uh at the gym you having a good time yeah yeah i'm having a good time <laughs> all right number 44 on the list uh-oh uh-oh it's uh, from 1999, The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis, Haley Joe Osment. Yeah, good movie. And this is the quote. Come on, you know it. Say it with me. You've seen The Sixth Sense, 1999. Say it with me. Count of three. One, two, three. I see dead people. Fun fact under this one, when Haley Joe Joel Osment says this line, the camera goes to Bruce Willis's face. This is a cinematic clue that Bruce Willis, Willis's character is dead. Dang. Another spoiler alert I probably should have said beforehand for this uh, 1999 film. I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiling all these films. So so you seeing when he, as soon as Haley Joe Osment says this line, it pans right over to right over to Bruce Willis's face and this lets you know hey Bruce Willis is dead he's dead man he's dead Jim he's dead <laughs> 19 okay number 43 on the list of 100 movie quotes Casablanca's Casablanca 1942 I know this was on the list already here's another great quote from this great movie we'll always have Paris yeah Casablanca 1942 See that movie. See it. All right. Now, The Graduate, 1967, we already had the quote that I think was bigger 
Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? Right? I think that was bigger than this one, but I don't know. I I wouldn't remember this this quote as big as that one. But in number forty two, like I said, it's all subjective. Is plastics? That's it. Just plastics. That's from The Graduate, nineteen sixty seven. I don't think I remember the context that that line came from. All right. Coming in at number 41, number 41 is from Bonnie and Clyde, 1967. <laughs> Here's the quote, pretty simply, we rob banks. <laughs> I'm not sure who said it because I don't remember that film that well. It was before, just before my time, slightly before my time, but definitely <laughs> we rob banks. Okay. All right. That's to the point that uh, hits, hits that nail on the head, if you will. Number 40. On the list. We're hitting the top 40. Top 40. American top 40. No, man. Stop doing that. You don't have the rights to the songs. <laughs> I'm going to get I'm gonna get sued. I'm going to jail. All right. Uh, number 40 is from Forrest Gump, 1994. <laughs> and I know you know this line. You've seen Forrest Gump. Come on. You've seen it. Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Forrest Gump, 1994, delivers that line while he's sitting on the bench. Yeah. Now, I remember when he got to, when he finally gave the chocolates to the intended person, I believe it was Jenny, he, he says, I ate some. <laughs> he, he had been eating those chocolates, and they were, they were a present. Why are you eating the chocolates? They're a present for Jenny. Uh, number 39 on the list of 100 movie quotes on this list of 100 movie quotes is from field of dreams 1989 oh if you build it he will come now i've always i think i've misquoted this one from time to time if you build it they will come but the quote the actual quote is if you build it he will come and he they're you know they're building kevin costner in this Kevin Costner movie, they're building a a field for these ghostly baseball players to come and play baseball on this field of dreams, 1989. Yeah, if you build it, he will come. I always thought it was if you build it, they will come. I'm pretty sure that's how I've quoted it. Number 38 on the list of 100 movie quotes is The Pride of the Yankees, 1942. Oh, I'm going to guess it's another baseball movie probably a movie about babe ruth no no this has to be lou gehrig yeah because i know this quote i know that lou gehrig said this quote today hey 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 i consider myself self, 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 the luckiest man, man on the face of the earth and the reason that it echoed because he he was in the middle of a ball ball field delivering this line so yeah i think i think i know that line and I think it was Lou Gehrig that said the line. Very good. Oh, number 37. One of my top two films of all time. Full disclosure, my top two films is The Highlander and this film, The Terminator from 1984. All right. I've been told it's a low budget film, but is a million dollars in 1984 really a low budget? I, mean, I guess it's maybe a, a little over a million dollars. But James Cameron, genius. Genius, baby. This is a perfect film. 
in my humble, humble opinion. Yes, it's a love story. Yeah, it's a love story. The love of man of the machine. No, okay, no, it's maybe it's not a love story, but definitely it's one that I'll watch over and over and over again. What's the line from the Terminator 1984? The greatest line from that movie. I'll be back. Now, there's no fun fact under this on the on this line, but from what I've heard over the years that the original line was I'll come back. But when Arnold went to Arnold's character, the Terminator, goes to the movie, I mean goes to the the police station and looks around and the, he delivers the line, I'll be back. And ever since then, Arnold has pretty much snuck that line into every film that he's ever made, which is great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, we, we wait for the line. We, we wait for it. Like if, in fact, in the, uh, what was it? The last, oh, last action hero or, yeah, that, is that the one where it's a movie within a movie? And he says, I knew you were going to say that. We always wait for that movie. The little kid says, it. Yeah, we, we wait for that. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, here, this number 36 on the list of 100 movie quotes. Definitely one that I've heard over and over. Different movies, different ways of saying it. But you know that the line came from the treasure of Sierra Madre. 1948 you know you did you know it came from there badges we ain't got no badges we don't need no badges i don't have to show you any stinking badges <laughs> why <laughs> that's from 1948 treasure of sierra madre but the movie that i'm thinking of is why did weird i yankovic's movie uhf uh, come out of my head when the <laughs> the mexican fellow says badgers we don't have no stinking badgers. <laughs> I think he was an he <laughs> was some kind of a zoologist <laughs> on the show. Oh yeah. Why? Why did I think of that? Badges. We ain't got no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. <laughs> Number thirty five on the list is from Jaws. Ooh, nineteen seventy five. That one made you afraid to go back in the water. And no, that's not the quote. That's I think that was just one of the taglines. <laughs> the quote is you're going to need a bigger boat <laughs> now over the years I always remember or misremember that he only said it one time and I remember Roy Moore saying wait was it Roy Moore Roy, Roy Snyder Roy Snyder saying it over and over and over again you're going to need a bigger boat we're going to get a bigger boat aren't we you're going to need a bigger boat <laughs> so I, I remember him saying it one time and then i see the movie again and i go oh yeah that's right he said it a couple times but yeah and that's that has since become kind of in the 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 thought of you know you're you're in over your head you're gonna need a bigger boat you, you better get some help on this one so yeah even in offices they they say you're gonna need a bigger boat just to to let people know yeah i'm gonna need some help on this one so there you go 1944 uh, has the the honor of oh wait number 34 on the list is to have and have not from 1944 don't believe i've seen this film don't believe i have but i have heard this quote you know how to whistle don't you steve you just put your lips together and blow yeah 
I've heard that quote. I've heard it before. I have, I have, I have. All right. Oh, the next one, number 33 on the list, comes from 1989's When Harry Met Sally. That's uh, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, and they're sitting at the table, and, <laughs> and Meg Ryan fakes the big O, if you will, and the, one of the patrons sitting next to them says, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> so she, Meg Ryan says, make some weird noises, and, or not weird noises, noises that hopefully we're familiar with, you know, because, you know, love is a wonderful thing. It is. Love is a wonderful thing. Man, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't have the rights to that song. Okay. Uh, number 32 on the list of 100 quotes. Also, hey, another one, Casablanca. 1942, <laughs> round up the usual suspects. I don't think I would have put this so high on the list because I don't remember that line. But I have heard that line spoken in different places. I didn't realize that it was originally attributed to Casablanca, 1942. Going to have to check out that film again. Oh, another one from Gone with the Wind, 1939, comes in at number 31. After all, tomorrow is another day. I'm going to guess that was Scarlett O'Hara again. I'm going to go ahead and attribute it to her. If I'm wrong, put it in the comments. Let me know. Let me know I was wrong. The another number 30 on the list is from 1932's Grand Hotel. Ah, my goodness. I could see her blonde hair, hand over her face or partially over her face. Maybe it was Greta Garbo. Am I misremembering? I want to be alone. I'm going to say it was Greta Garbo because that's what I'm remembering. Maybe I'm misremembering. Let me know. Let me know. That's the line from Grand Hotel 1932. Comes in at number 30 on this list. I want to be alone. Next, coming up at number 29. Oh, I remember Jack Nicholson saying this one from A Few Good Men, 1992. You know this line. You've heard it. You know it. You might have said it a time or two. Jack Nicholson says, you can't handle the truth. Talking to Tom Cruise's character. And while he's at the court, he's getting interrogated by Tom Cruise's character. Because, you know, Jack Nicholson's character is trying to guard the border at Guantanamo Bay. Trying to keep things in line down there in Cuba. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> A few good men, 1992. Number 29 on the list. Number 28 on the list. Hey, this one's come this one comes from Casablanca. Now, this one I would definitely put real high on the list from Casablanca 1942. You've heard it. If you haven't heard it, it's probably the one that sticks out in my head more than anything else from Casablanca 1942. Play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Now, a lot of a lot of people, well, myself included for sure, is play it again, Sam. Play it again. Nope. It's play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Yeah. All right. Number 27 on the list comes from Midnight Cowboy, 1969. Hey, I was born in 1969. Now, Midnight Cowboy, it was supposed to be rated X, but I guess they lobbied and lobbied and lobbied and got an R rating on this one. But uh, 
Okay. Uh, the the line is delivered by Dustin Hoffman. It's a uh, I'm walking here. I'm walking here while he's slapping a a taxi cab. And there's a fun fact underneath this one. It says this scene was improvised. Midnight Cowboy filmed in New York City. So the taxi in the shot is an actual New York taxi. Remaining in character, Hoffman yells at the driver. And the scene made the cut in the film. So, yeah, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Yeah, if you're ever walking through traffic or walking, even walking on a cross rock in a car barely misses you. I, you know what? If somebody, something barely misses you, isn't that a hit? Hmm. So if something does not hit you but was really close to hitting you, there. You, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> That's from Midnight Cowboy, 1969. Number 26 on the list of 100 movie quotes is, I don't think I've seen this movie, 1933, She Done Him Wrong. And the the line I've definitely seen before, definitely heard before, is, why don't you come up and see, wait, why don't you come so, come up some, all right, learn how to talk, Dan, learn how to talk. The quote is, why don't you come up sometime and see me? Yeah. Now, why do I attribute that to Mae West? Why is why is Mae West stuck in my head? I'm pretty sure that's who that was. From She Done Him Wrong, 1933. Number 26 on the list. All right. Number 25 on the list of 100 movie quotes as compiled on this list. Another one from Jerry Maguire, 1996. Now, this is the one I... I mentioned earlier, this is the one that sticks out in my head from Jerry Maguire. Not just you had me at hello. No, show me the money. Show me the money. How many times Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character says it. Tom Cruise's character says it. They're going back and forth on a telephone call. Show me the money. Show me the money. I think Tom Cruise really went for it. He was red faced by the time he finished that scene. Show me the money. <laughs> he must have had to have oxygen on that one. <laughs> All right. Coming up on oh, at number 24 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from Sunset Boulevard, 1950. Mm, I don't think I've seen that one. And the quote is, I am big. It's the pictures that got small. That's a good quote. That's a good quote. I, I am big. It's the pictures that got small. Why am I saying it like that? Because probably in 1950, that's the way the line would have been delivered. Coming in at 23 on the 100 movie quotes is another one from The Wizard of Oz, 1939. And yeah, this is a big one. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Spoken by Dorothy. And I guess the good witch of the North as well, Glenda. She said, all you have to do is click your heels together and say there's no place like home. So she said it too, but Dorothy definitely famously, Judy Garland's character Dorothy, she said, there's no place like home and clicked her heels together. <laughs> Number 22 on the list. Hey, another Bond film. The first Bond film, probably not, I don't know if it was in canon, but definitely the first film. I think the first one in canon is Thunderball, but the first film is Dr. No from 1962. And I remember the three blind mice three blind mice that was the first guys but the the movie quote from almost every james bond since then 
is Bond. James Bond. Delivered perfectly by Sean Connery. So suave. Had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. I think he was in a casino of some kind. But yeah. Oh, it was in uh, it was set in Jamaica. So yeah. And I know uh, the creator of James Bond. And I had it stuck. And it just fell out of my head. Anyway, Ian. Ian mm, anyway, he's from. He spent a lot of time in Jamaica. So there you go. Um, number 21 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from The Silence of the Lambs, 1991. <laughs> and this is one. Oh, this line. It's not the line, really. It's not the, the actual movie quotes. It's what it's what was improvised afterwards. Um, it was a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. That part, that part, that that sucking up sound is what really makes that quote. And that was completely improvised from what I understand. Very good. Very good. Silence of the Lambs, 1991, comes in at number 21. Number 20 on the list. Ooh, we are counting them down. Counting them down. Number 20, also from Casablanca. Man, Casablanca had a lot of good movie lines. 1942. Huh. All right. Okay, part of this quote for sure. Part of this quote I've definitely said more than once. Lewis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Without the Lewis part, I've definitely said, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Casablanca, 1942, number 20 on the list of 100 movie quotes. Number 19, definitely said it, definitely heard it, definitely seen it, seen different films that have homage or word for word of this quote. This is from Network, 1976, and it's, I'm mad as, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I think he was yelling out the window, at least in every incarnation since then, and including, I know I mentioned it already, <laughs> UHF, the, with uh, Weird Al Yankovic's uh, UHF from the 80s, they yelled out the window. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I think it was Kramer that said it. Not, I know that's not his name, but he later played Kramer in the move in the Seinfeld. All right, all right. Moving on, number eighteen on the list of one hundred movie quotes this is from White Heat, nineteen forty nine. Don't think I've seen it. Don't think I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure that I've heard this quote and I've seen this scene. I made it, Ma. Top of the world. Why do I think that that was Brando? Marlon Brando. Made it, Ma. Top of the world. White Heat, 1949. Another film that I haven't seen, but I know I've seen this scene, comes in at number 17. It's Citizen Kane, 1941. And it's just one simple word. Rosebud. Rosebud. Who is Rosebud? Citizen Kane, 1941. All right. Next one is from In the Heat of the Night, 1967. And, uh, oh, my gosh. who? Guess who coming to dinner? 
Oh my goodness. His name just fell out of my head. The movie quote is, they call me Mr. Tibbs. I could see him in my head. I see him, but I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to do it. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. I'll let you do it. And then you could put it in the quote, put it in the comments underneath and say, you fool. Don't you know who this is in the heat of the night? I know it's Carol O'Connor and bleh. I had it in my head. And as I was saying the line, I forgot it. They called me Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. Whew. Coming in at number 15 on the movie quotes. 100 countdown is from E.T. The extraterrestrial 1982. Yeah. E.T. phone home. Yeah. E.T. phone home. Yeah. 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 That's the quote from that movie. E.T. And that movie was magic. That was magic. 1982. Love it. If you haven't seen it, see that movie. It could affect you. Number 14 on the movie quote 100 list is from the Maltese Falcon, 1941. Don't think I've seen it. Pretty sure I've seen at least this scene or heard this line either in that movie or in a different movie. The stuff that dreams are made of. Yeah, there you go. Maltese Falcon, 1941. Number 13 on the 100 movie quote list is from Love Story, 1970. Love means never having to say you're sorry. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. Fun fact underneath this one is two years later, Ryan O'Neill will hear this line again in the film, What's Up, Doc? When Barbara Streisand says it to his character and respond, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Huh. So they said, love means never having to say you're sorry. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was number 13 on the list. Number 12 on the 100 movie quote list is from Apocalypse Now, 1979. Oh my goodness. Classic war movie. Can there be a classic war movie? I don't like war. I don't like war. But if you're going to make a movie about it, yeah, this was probably the movie. And spoken, oh, the line is, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What? <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the whole quote that they have there. I remember that the rest of that line went like, the smell, it's like victory. Yeah. But the line they have there, they have on at number 12 is, I love the smell of napalm in the morning from Apocalypse Now, 1979. Number 11 on the list of 100 movie quotes is from Cool Hand Luke, 1967. Now, I did watch this film, and yeah, awesome. Paul Newman, wonderful. But I don't think Paul Newman, you know, I'm pretty, I'm very sure that Paul Newman did not speak this line, but the line is probably the most the probably the the most memorable line in this movie but not the one that I quote the most the line that they have listed here at number 11 is what we've got here is failure to communicate now yeah i've i've said that line in my lifetime but probably i've said the line shaking the bush boss shaking the bush Shaking the bush, boss, when I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. 
Number 10. Ooh, we're in the top 10. Ah, it's all subjective. I don't know. It's top. It's it's number 10 on this list of 100 movie quotes. It's from Taxi Driver, 1976. It's the line that Robert De Niro delivers to himself in the mirror. You talking to me? Yeah. And I remember the rest of the line was, you talking to me? You talking to me? I'm the only one here. You talking to me? And a fun fact underneath this one is Robert De Niro improvised this line. The script only said that Travis speaks to himself in the mirror. So De Niro took some liberties and was ultimately successful. So I wonder how many different things he said in that mirror that they cut down to just that. You talking to me? You talking to me? I'm the only one here. <laughs> Number nine on the list of 100 movie quotes is fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. That's from All About Eve, 1950. Now, I've said that line. I didn't know it was from All About Eve, 1950. I probably have never seen that movie. So it must I must have either seen that little clip, heard that clip somewhere, you know, doing commercials or something. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number seven is from Sunset Boulevard, 1950. Don't think I've seen that one, but I know, I know I've heard and said this quote before is, all right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. I don't know who delivered it, but definitely a classic line. Number six, these lines are definitely going to be more and more memorable as they as they go. I mean, we're down to the to, to the last six here, and this one is another Dirty Harry movie. This time from Sudden Impact, and also was uh, uh, Sudden Impact was uh, nineteen eighty three, and also voiced by Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, make my day. Oh, man. Yeah. Number six on the list. Number five on the list. Casablanca, 1942. Once again, man, there was a lot of pop culture come out of that movie. A lot of lines, a lot of good movie quotes. And this movie quote, number five, is here's looking at you, kid. I'm pretty sure that was uh, was Humphrey Bogart. Saying, here's looking at you, kid. And I haven't seen that film in years, if I've ever seen it all the way through. All right, the next one, number four. Number four on the list is from The Wizard of Oz, 1939. Classic, made my childhood. And the line is, the quote is, Toto, I've got a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Dorothy first makes it to Oz. Everything turns color. Hmm, something's interesting here. A fun fact is, as one of the most famous movie quotes in film history, this line has been parodied by many different movies and television shows. Duh. <laughs> I've heard that line over and over in many different films. All right. Oh, On the Waterfront, 1954. Another movie quote from Marlon Brando. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been a somebody instead of a bum, which I am. Oh, man, I think I, I think I butchered that one. Let's try it again. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, 
which is what I am. Yeah, that's a quote right there. I know I've said that one before. I know I have. Whether I've seen on the waterfront all the way through or not, I've definitely said that quote before. Number two on the list. Number two comes from a classic film, The Godfather, 1972. (laughs) Here's the quote. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The fun fact underneath is this line makes it into each Godfather film in some way or another. Awesome. Awesome. Number one, we're down to the end. I don't know about you, but I've had a great time hanging out with you and and just going over these top 100 movie quotes. I keep saying top 100. It's all subjective. Oh, thank you so much for sticking around with me at, at What Makes You Famous. When I don't have a guest, I, I just like to, to learn things. And thank you. Thank you for coming along with me on this journey. Uh, number one on the list comes from Gone, the, Gone with the Wind, 1939. And it's Clark Gable with the classic line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, that is a top movie quote. Hey, thank you so much once again for listening, sticking through your troopers, your troopers. If you like the sound of my voice, hey, make sure you subscribe to the feed. Once again, the source for this list was the American Film Institute, 2005, uh, IMDb, and Hollywood Reporter. Thank you so much for them. I appreciate it. I appreciate them putting that list out on the interwebs. I Googled it. I Googled it. Hey, you don't have time to Google. You got time to listen to me, though. And I'll rattle stuff off and give you some knowledge and make you think some thinky things. Yeah. <laughs> That's been the 100 quotes, 100 movie quotes. This is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. I guess this will be an addition of uh, the addition, What Makes You Think or what makes you smarter? There's a lot of what makes in this network here, in this feed. So if you want to be a guest and tell your story, because that really has been enlightening to me, is having people just either go face to face if you're in the central Arkansas area. Shoot, I'll, I'll even come to you uh, with my equipment. Or we could do it on the phone. It's easy as pie. Just call and tell your story. 501 501- Four seven zero six three eight six, or you can email info at radio what.com and if you have a party that needs djing well that's what i'm here for that's what i like to do it's keys dan dj little rock.com get yourself a free price quote and we'll dance the night away all right party people i think i've taken enough of your time it's keys dan radio what.com take a listen to that djlittlerock.com peace i'm out of here radio what the music you want hey guys this is shelly g with a fast fact in 1937 disney won a special oscar for the first full-length animation snow white and the seven dwarfs do you have a fast fact share it with us at interactive radio radio what This is Keys Dan. And this is Shelly G. And you're listening to RadioWhat.com.